Welcome to another episode of Married with Video Games. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm your host, Christina. And I made my wife play Tunic. Oh, it's pretty interesting. It was. I had fun. <laughs> I had a good time. It was okay. It, <laughs> it was, was all right, right I, I guess. guess. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. More Simpsons quotes for anybody that needs a Block O Land reference. Block O Land, yes. Yeah, this was technically my very first Souls like game. Yeah, and it was another Zelda like experience for you at the same time. All I play are Zelda games. Zelda Souls is what this game Zelda, was. Yes, it, exactly. It truly was. Yeah, you're except for you're a little fox in a green tunic. Mm-hmm. That looks just like Zelda. Yeah, I or Link. I don't know how. <laughs> Thank you. One of those two. One of those two. One of them. (laughs) That's the meme going around the internet right now is those Netflix posters that that dude photoshopped Mm -hmm. with Tom Holland and Emma Watson and everybody's like, you know, I'm all for inclusion, but why did you make Zelda a girl? (laughs) (laughs) And then apparently Netflix clapped back at everyone. And was like, we know you're sick of Tom Holland playing a character in like every single movie. So we're making a Zelda series where Tom Holland plays every character. (laughs) As he should. (laughs) That would be, now it needs to actually happen (laughs) with all the characters they picked out already, including Danny DeVito as as Tingle. Tingle. (laughs) If you haven't seen these posters, they're really good. They're really good. Emma Some Watson of... would convince me as Zelda now that I've seen that poster. I'm convinced. Yes, I really liked Idris Elba as Ganon. So yeah, this was a very long tangent to start off our podcast about Tunic. Yes, it's still on, it's still on point. There's still Mostly. something Zelda related here, kind of. Kind of. Anyway, <laughs> you wake up on an island with nothing but your green tunic on your back. A little fo- as a little fox, you set off to explore the world. Secrets around every corner with various foes to block your path lie between you and the mysteries of this island. Only little pages you find that build the game manual give you a hint of the world around you. They don't tell you really anything about this game, and we'll get more into that. But I was shocked with how little information you actually get in this game. I'm writing down a thought for later. Oh, okay. So we don't discuss it now. <laughs> but uh, this Tunic, the original uh, re- original release was March 16th, uh, 2022 on PC. The PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch versions released September 27th, 2022. I am assuming that's Xbox as well, but I didn't see that when I was looking it up. It may but, not be. But mm-hmm. we, of course, played on the PlayStation 5 version. We, of course, played on our Switch that it's on its last leg. <laughs> no. <laughs> this was definitely the PS5. Very much so. And it was a lot of fun. I did enjoy it, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, There was a lot more pros than cons, though the cons are basically how hard this game was. Yeah. I I was shocked. I have a couple cons. Not not many, though. Okay. Pros outweigh the cons. What reviews do we have for the game? So I went to IGN. (laughs) Okay. Uh, IGN positive. 
You don't really learn any new moves after you acquire the sword in the first hour. Instead, it's your tactics that will have to evolve. This includes making good use of not just the basic set of moves in new ways, but also your items, the applications of which are also not explained at all. From sticks of dynamite to magic items later on, all of which you'll find hidden in chests around the world and able to be bought from a terrifying but harmless shopkeeper, figuring out what each one does and employing them with smart strategies will lead to success far more often than quick button mashing will. But sometimes you'll need both. Yes. Mm-hmm. That is correct. Mm-hmm. What was their negative? Or did you not get a negative from them? So I had to grab... Um, an IGN negative, and then GameSpot always has, like, uh, bullet points at the bottom. Okay. Of, like, positive and negative. So I grabbed both of those because there are not a lot of negatives out there for this game. I can see why. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's definitely a critic's darling, I would say, too. Uh, very much so. Yeah. You like, have to, what was the fans and what was the... Uh... Oh, I didn't write those down. Metacritic. Uh, 88 from critics and 7.5 from users. That's a fair assessment. Mm-hmm. I would say that's. I like to see them be very closely aligned. That kind of where you can kind of tell the game, the game, or in some a lot of cases, movies are well aligned. If the fans like it and the critics don't, or the critics love it and the fans don't, it's very apparent, like the difference in score. Right, unless there's you know review bombing going on, but yeah. then that's usually blatant, and you hear about that rather than like this getting an eighty-eight and somehow people giving it like a sixty-four. Mm-hmm. Like Deathloop. Poor Deathloop. Poor Deathloop. He could have been so much more. It was still a really awesome, well-acted game. Oh, those voice actors. They were so good. Okay, IGN negative. Yeah, okay, let's do I, I, get IGN negative, or was it somewhere else? Uh, I have IGN and GameSpot. Okay, okay. IGN negative says, Tunic story is an interesting one as you piece it together, but admittedly not one I felt particularly moved by or satisfied with by the end. My 15 to 20 hour journey mattered a lot more than the destination for me, but perhaps you'll feel differently. Mm-hmm. And then GameSpot negatives. I only agree with one of them because I didn't have the issue with the other one, but first one was fast travel is restrictive, which makes returning to previous areas overly laborious. It was very laborious. That is they one of my negatives. They between the bonfires, not the warp points. Not the warp points, But correct. the warp points kind of had a story element to them. Yes. There also weren't enough warp points for my liking either. I agree with that. Which is why those should have, the bonfires should have just been I felt that the way warp too. Point. Yeah. Um, and then their other comment was, it's relatively easy to get stuck behind obstacles requiring a restart. We never had that issue. We never had that issue. That may have been a bug early on though. Yeah, that's true. That we didn't encounter. Because we're playing the PS5 version. I that don't know was... what that was. <laughs> <laughs> This game is, I, I literally said it in the beginning, it's Zelda Souls. It is. That's my way of describing this game. It is a perfect view, uh, fusion of a Soulsborne combat mixed with, uh, I'd say, Link's Awakening graphics, like yes. the newer one. Yeah, and actually one of the reviews that I found said that this is legitimately just Link's Awakening, the remake for the Switch. Yeah. yeah the, Except it's a Souls game. Yeah, the graphic-wise, that's the genre that you're getting is that kind of art style. Yes. Uh, you have stamina, health, magic, attack, defense, and healing, uh, all potential that you can improve over the game that's very similar to a Souls Yes, game. you find in various treasure chests around the map, you'll find the items that you use to upgrade those particular skills. Yes, I'm, we're going to do our best to avoid 
too many spoilers in this game. While I'll, admittedly, we looked up a lot of stuff ourselves because we just oh, weren't we figuring we it. looked up everything. That's actually a negative that I have for a different reason. So I looked at my save data. So it took me just over sixteen hours to beat this. Okay, and I found. 27 of the 28 pages. Yes, yeah, so you find these pages that build out the game manual that actually explain... The game. The game. But the game is also written in a made-up language. Yeah, that you'd never get a translator for. No, so you have to actually... People have online have actually figured out the language of the game. Oh, I'm sure. Cause and there are actually are translated manuals... That's excellent. Online, if you want to look them up. And the manuals are literally something that, like, you would get from an SNES yeah, cartridge or... that you would rent from Blockbuster, and the person before you, like, wrote on it and spilled coffee on it and made, like, their own little notes. Yeah, it, they actually, exactly there's what it notes is. were, like, drawn on it and stuff like that. Yeah, because we cheated one of the, what is it, the Golden Path? I just ended up looking that up and putting it in. Yeah, so you get... Uh, it, it, the game mechanics aren't explained to you. As you're exploring, you find these pages, and those pages explore the game mechanics to you. So you're supposed to find them, go back, which lets you find more pages, which lets you find, discover more mechanics in the game. And some of them are pretty important, and some of them are less important. Uh, one of the, I'll give you a giveaway one. If you hold X down, you'll pray. Being able to pray lets you warp to different areas using the warp pads. You wouldn't know that. Also, it allows you to raise and lower monoliths that you find all yeah, over the place. Yeah, we didn't know that, and we had to backtrack a lot. A lot. And I'm assuming that's what a lot of this game is, is backtracking. Which makes the fast travel that much more infuriating. It's very important, and it was lacking. Also, we apologize for our sniffles. We're both getting over colds that our son had. Yes, and if you hear our dishwasher, that started up <laughs> in the background, too. So you are... This is uh, a great... We're just doing... As you sniff while I talk. I'm so sorry. Matthew. So like I was saying, this game doesn't hold your hand. No. At all. I mean, see, even Souls game kind of give you the attack, and this doesn't give you anything until you find the pages. To figure out what you're doing with them. No. Literally. We basically Google searched almost everything. Yeah. And so you'll find items to upgrade your resources. Uh, yep. You have to find out how to upgrade those resources through the thing. You don't doesn't just tell you. Yeah. So you're holding these items and you're collecting these, these runes. And then you figure out. The one thing we did figure out was we found the shopkeeper and where to spend some of the resources. Yes. He's amazing. Yeah, I, he is in my next answer to your first question that we have not gotten to. Gotcha. So outside of that, that's pretty much the game. You get a sword, you get some items that you use, and you go through, and you kind of have to piece the story together. And even with all the manual, I kind of got the gist of the story, but not... It's almost too vague. Mm-hmm. That, like, we even... There's two different endings you can get... Depending on... If you get all the pages or not. Correct. I wonder what unlocking all those souls does. I know. I didn't look that up either. Uh, that, whatever. There's, there's a lot of... There's a lot of little niche things that, like, if you're a hardcore gamer, you're going to try to 100% this game and figure everything out. And if you're more casual, then you're just going to kind of be like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then not really... Figure out what it's for. Yeah. There's secret items you can find, and I think they're literally legit. We found one secret. of them. Oh, two, actually. I did? What was the other one? I don't... It was... Oh, I found it when you... Uh, on the New Game Plus. It was like a... 
inside of the first doorway, I saw one of those pathways you could draw on the walls. Oh, okay. When you know the first door you, you find a key for to unlock very early on to get to the eastern forest. Kind of, yes. There's a hidden of course thing there. Is. I saw it when I went in there and I went, oh, and then a wall opened up and then mm. there was a Mr. Something. It was a little mushroom with a mustache, I think. That's amazing. It was ridiculous. Excellent. I wrote out a... This is Christy's first soul like, so I had to ask her a few questions. Yes. So, what were the aspects of this game that you liked the uh, like the most? Uh, I'm sorry. What were the aspects you liked the most of the genre? Oh, I I answered this as uh, of the game. So let's do that first. Of the game and then it's of kinda, the genre. It's kind of both. Um, this game. If you have watched your significant other play a lot of from software games and you've been like, I don't really enjoy this, but I can see how people enjoy it. And like, I kind of want to try my hand at it. This is the perfect introduction. Mm-hmm. Like we stumbled on a boss that we were up against for two nights before we realized we could upgrade our, you know, attack and all that stuff. We're like... I knew I could beat him, but I had to get like the timing right and like the correct kind of draw. And like, I didn't, it took me like a solid 25 minutes of trying before I got frustrated and said, okay, you need to try. Whereas in like a Zelda game or any other game that I would play, I'd be done after like six minutes. So like, I can see that draw of the you Souls know you're games. getting better yes. at it and stuff. Yeah. Once we upgraded our stuff, you crushed yes. that boss. It wasn't <laughs> even close. You got him on the first try once you upgraded your items. Mm-hmm. Uh, so outside of that, what other aspects of the... Oh, I guess we can go down through the list here. Uh, but whatever. What, what other aspects of the game did you like? I loved the shopkeep. He's very cute. He's so... you. He's in the windmill. He, he's in a couple different places. But the main one you'll go to is in the windmill, which we jokingly were like, oh, Song of Storms. Ah. It's, it's not the Song of Storms, but it's a windmill in a Zelda-like game. And he's like a giant skeleton cat, and he just shows up out of the dark. You wander into the complete darkness, and then he just shows up, and then he just like floats there and mm-hmm. waits for you to buy something, and he doesn't say anything. And if you buy something, he like tents his fingers and like bows to you, and he's so cute, and I love him. And he gives a really fun music when you're in he there. Does. It's, his it's, music is excellent. It's wild. Mm-hmm. What were the aspects of the game, or I, I guess that you like the least of the genre and the game? For the game, the parrying timing. It was rough. I could not figure it out. Whether we had that card that lengthened it or if we just attempted it without that card equipped, couldn't we combined maybe got it 15% of the time. I was, yeah, I had a slightly better track record, but it was really tough in this game. Mm-hmm. Because when they're moving, like if you if they're already swinging, you're already too late. Yes. I feel it's very tough to gauge that parry window. Yes, but then some most of the time you waited for them to like start to move, and then you were too early. So I, mm. it was very frustrating, and I did not enjoy it. So I didn't try to parry things. I just blocked with my shield and killed my stamina, and then went in button mashing and then got my butt handed to me and then we had that stupid leaf the entire time that restored your stamina mm-hmm. Ugh. we did that's very poor on our part what was your favorite item favorite item 
the mo the one I used the most that was probably my favorite was the little dynamites. Okay, you like the dynamites. Yes. Favorite weapon. The we called it the hook shot. I don't know what it was actually oh, called. Oh, the magic orb. Yeah, the magic orb. Yes. It basically is a hook shot. It's a hook shot. But you could pull guys to you and it gave you a slight stun window on them so you could hit them. It didn't do damage. No, it would just, if you were using it against like a big actual boss, it would make them stumble. Like if they were winding up to do one of their moves, you could stop them, mm. make them stumble. And then some of them, it would they would get pulled towards you and you could smash them a couple times, but... For the most part, it just made them stumble so you could dart away and maybe get, like, one hit in. Who was your favorite boss? The librarian. I would agree. He was really cool. So, again, we're trying to keep this vague because not that anything would be super spoilery, but it's just more fun if you go in fresh. Yes. But the librarian, I just wandered into that little area of the map and legitimately like prayed to that monolith and looked around in the library and then I'm like, oh let's let's go up this ladder and then there's this hulking shadowy dude at the very top who just handed me my butt. Mm. Like I maybe hit him once that first night and I was just like Okay, so we're gonna stop here tonight. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then we I it was a couple days later, I think, before I went back there and I was like, okay I got, you know, dynamite. I got my magic all the way up. We're going to do this. And I just crushed his face. It felt really good. It didn't felt it? fantastic. Like, he <laughs> didn't, I just killed him in one go. It was amazing. And I felt so accomplished because you had said this was one of the hardest bosses in the game. And that made me feel very good about myself. You did really well against him. Thank you. Your dodges were really on point yes. with him. I noticed there's. I could tell a session she was going to excel in, and then one where she's going, no, just kill me. Just get, get. Oh, we did that a lot with the final boss. Who is your least favorite boss? I'm intrigued by this answer. Because I, I think I know who it is, but I want to see if it is. The uh, Garden Sentinel was my least favorite. The Garden Sentinel. That was the, oh, the... The very first one, one that we attempted before we realized we could upgrade ourselves with those items that we kept finding. No, it was your least favorite because of that? Yes. Okay. My least favorite, I want to just chime in, is was the underground guy. I thought he was actually harder than the last boss. I just got very lucky. The, oh, The gas that... mask bunny. You guys were both at one hit. One hit, and it was literally sudden, sudden death overtime. Like next goal wins, and you didn't hit him. He had thrown his own dynamite at you, and then walked toward you, and the dynamite exploded underneath him. Yeah, I rolled out of the way as he swung, and he blew himself. He up. blew himself up with his own weapon. That was fantastic. I. Uh, blocked him from my memory, so that's why he wasn't. He was my least favorite. That was the one boss that you had to beat for me. He was. Uh, I tr so the last boss I came close a couple times because I tried it out. Yes. But you, you that was sudden death overtime for you. You got yes, reaching well. your last hit, yes. and you you got a him her. I think it's a her, but I don't know. It's a fox spirit. It's a fox spirit. Yeah, deity of some sort. Yeah, there's. She has two phases, and when we finally got her 
down in the first phase, we thought we had gotten her, and I literally had, like, no health potions and, like, one hit left. And then she went into her second phase and handed me my butt. It took us two nights and probably three hours total to beat her. And I had some really good runs that second night where, like, I used one of my eight health potions before making it to her second form. And then she just handed me my butt. Does this game, maybe this is a question for later, but does this game make you want to try any other things similar in the genre? It kind of makes me want to try Hades, almost. That would be a good next step in there. That's also a little Cult of the Lamb-ish, too. Yeah, because you're running through the, the yeah. randomized maps, and you know you're supposed to die on those and get better as you yes. play through. So yes. That'd be a good one. I would love to watch you play that, actually. Yeah, you never made it all the way to the end in I Hades. Got to, I got to Hades, and then I didn't... Yeah, we just kind of stopped playing. Yeah. It was a really good game. Like, that game was fantastic. I'd watch you play Hades. Okay, maybe we pick that one up. That was on the Switch. That was on the Switch. Mm -hmm. That was a good game. Yeah, I don't think I would want to attempt, like, Elden Ring. At least not now. Not now. I would maybe, if we were really desperate, I would try, like, the first area. I'd I'd have you do a magic build and see how you liked it. Yeah, if I did a magic build, I think that'd be okay. I do, like, ranged combat yeah plus to make eric help you out on the bonuses <laughs> eric or eric uh i uh, both of them actually in this regard uh but er, uh ben's eric ben's eric <laughs> all right i labeled this next one the good the bad the ugly because I that actually, was a fun i don't even i don't even think i read this far down in your document so this is gonna be fun <laughs> so i say this about a lot of games lately almost but, every game but i'm i'm true i'm very impressed lately the musical score in this game was incredible uh, i said it's the areas felt the music fit the mood of the area very well it, they really did the boss fight music uh, was really well, and when you explored a new zone, the music would transition really nicely, and it was amazing, especially our shopkeeper. Even even after playing the final boss for the 30th, 40th time, I still liked the music. I even listened to it on uh, Google Play Music the other day. Yeah, you sent me the shopkeep one yesterday morning. Yeah, I was listening to the track. I was like, this game's really good. Like, the music <laughs> was fun. Combat was smooth and fluid, and the ideals on how it works and how it flows make sense and work well. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times when you're messing up, it's you messing up. It's not the game. It's just very difficult. Yeah, there was one night, two or three nights in, where I was up against a wall doing something and my timing was off. And I was like, this is just like when I watched you play Elden Ring and I could see when you were just starting to get tired and messing up. Yeah. And that's where it gets to. Yes. Combat was incredibly difficult, mm-hmm. uh, partially because the controls were, for me, were difficult to use. I hit the wrong button a bajillion times. I hit L1 all the time to block or do something. That was, was that your healing potion? No, that was open up your items menu. Yeah, it's open up items menu. And R1 was to heal. R1 was to heal. So I'd either do it because the shield is the left trigger Yes. But I'd hit L1 to either heal yes. or use my shield. Uh, whatever was going on in my brain, it was not computing. Yeah, there, you had one really bad session where you like kept opening up the... So many sniffles. I'm so sorry, everybody. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so close to being done with this cold, but it's still there. <laughs> there was one night where you kept 
like accidentally opening up the item menu and then you like were trying to frantically get out of it and then you like toggled to the cards that you can have equipped and like accidentally it was really bad and you were panicking. Yeah, well the controls are not intuitive for me. They were not. They were they were I I bet you you could have adjusted them but they were their default controls were not intuitive for me whatsoever. Yeah, you could set where, like, your items were, like your sword and your dynamite and your ice bombs and that kind of stuff. But I think I wish I wished that button was pressing down the middle rather than whatever it was. Yeah, pressing down the middle was to open up the game guide. Yeah, and I wish I wished it was something yeah. else. It just was too confusing for me. Yeah, that that's re- fair. Um, the boss's timing was very difficult, and they were incredibly difficult to defeat. Now, let's ignore the garden boss, which was our fault. Yes. Uh, the last bound, I, I literally listened to them, especially the last boss and the underground boss were mm-hmm. very hard. Like, you were playing the librarian. They listed him as one of the hardest bosses. I no. didn't think so. By comparison to those two, yeah. not even close. Mm-hmm. They were hard. Yeah. And theoretically, the last boss, you don't even have to fight if you do get all the pages. If you get all the pages, yes. That is the true ending, which we did not get. Yes. And my last little complaint is, while other Soul games give you some information, this game gives you absolutely nothing. And I'm not sure how to feel about this concept as a whole. Uh, Well, on one hand, I like the mysterious aspect of the Souls games, discovering the story, filling out the stuff. But at the same time, like, they don't hold your hands. But even then, this game doesn't hold your hand, and then it kicks you in the nuts at the same time. I think it would have been different for us if we had known just how important the game guide was. Like, I was collecting those pages as, like, a fun, kitschy thing to do in the game. Like, oh, this is the collectible you have to find. Find all the pages. But no, that is legitimately like your lifeline to figuring out this world. And meanwhile, we just kind of Googled what we had questions on and did not browse that guide whatsoever because we didn't realize that that was our guide to the world. We felt too lost. Yes. And I actually understand why this element appeals to gamers. Oh, yeah. This is like that old school original original Zelda feel of exploration where you're talking to your it's friends. Like any Nintendo, like original Nintendo or Super Nintendo game of like, you had that guide of like Donkey Kong Country. Like, here's like the controls. Here's the boss. Or here's like your uh, mm-hmm. crocodile dudes. Yeah. Go have fun. Yeah. And I didn't, <laughs> I'm not knocking it. I just didn't enjoy the element as much as I thought I would. This day and age. And maybe it's because we don't have the time like we used to to sit and play a game for six hours. I think they wanted it to be more like a campy, nostalgic throwback to our childhood. But for us, it just was more frustrating than like, oh, yeah, this is. I mean, it doesn't help that we're taking care of a kid all day and we don't have all the free time. time Yeah. I mean, if we were retired, I'd have a blast doing this game (laughs) Uh 30 years from now when we're retired. Uh That'll be. That'll be fun. Mm-hmm. PlayStation 10, 15 at that point. Eight? No. Mm-hmm. Hopefully 10. Probably 10. Maybe 10. We're not getting the VR. It's too expensive. No. Do you see the price on it? No, I don't want to. Take a wild guess. 1200 $800. Oh, okay. It's less than you thought, but still very expensive. That, yeah. I want it. Not for $800. I want can it. get two of the Dyson vacuums that I want for that price. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we're at. The next game we're playing is Dyson Vacuum V10. V10. 
whatever version they're on right now. I think I want the V12. They're on like the 14 or 16, but yeah. We'll find something. Uh-huh. All right. What do you give the game? Oh, I got to oh, open have, up our spreadsheet. Oh, but, you have other uh, points. No, I don't have any other points. I don't I don't think we're going to end this and then we'll be like, oh, man, I wanted to bring that up. Like for Cult of the Lamb, mm-hmm. we didn't complain about how it was an online game and had no right to be an online game. There's nothing online about it. That made me so angry. It's stupid. I can't think of anything else. Cult of the Lamb can still burn in heck. So well, I still liked that game. It was just we should I mean, not have played it on the Switch. Technically, they're, you know, they're. They oh, are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What do you give it? I would give this a nine. Ooh. I am very pleased to hear that. <laughs> I didn't know how your first Souls-like experience would go, so a nine is awesome. Uh, eight, five for me. Okay. It's close. Um, I, I'm still a little turned. I wasn't turned off. I can't say that I'm turned off by the concept of not holding your hand because that's what Dark Souls is. You all the can't souls. talk. <laughs> but... I don't like that it didn't give you any instruction at all. At least Dark Souls is like, raise your shield, do this. I mean, I guess maybe that was in there, but you have to find these pages and put together a game manual. But, and even the pages that you find aren't in English. They're in this made-up language. So you, like, some of the words are English. It's like if you're reading Japanese. And when you find the shield page, it does show you to hold it up and use the buttons for it. And I'm sure... Like every gamer, we just fiddle around and figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'm nitpicking everybody. Yes. I'm complaining about nothing, but it did it did turn me off a little bit. And it I, I again for some people this game I understand why it's a ten out of ten. I truly can see that for but that just bothered me. That and the boss underground, while killing having him beat himself was amazing. That was really hard for me. That was a very I, frustrating game. I'm not game. sure what it was because I've played through Dark Souls and beat Millennia twice. Mm-hmm. Once solo and once with a group of people. And I'm shocked at how hard those bosses were. Mm-hmm. The fact that you beat the last boss, I was blown away. Oh my gosh. I yeah, was really... That... I, there was a few runs where I thought you had her. I know. I had one where she didn't hit me. She hit me once in her first phase, which that first phase is straight up Dark Souls boss of like, you dodge and dodge and dodge and then you roll in and you get one to two hits. And if you try to get greedy, you get your butt handed to you. Yeah, and you have to learn that mentality. It was terrible and then you finally got to the second so but then the phase that you won was one of the sessions where like i'm gonna lose i'm not gonna do this and then you got to the end and you beat her and i was like yes that was it and then we didn't find all the pages like that is dark souls it it goes when it ends it will tell you whether you if you had all the pages you'll know right away but it will tell you how many pages you were missing and we were missing one as i said earlier i'm like oh come on next time there won't be a next time there's but not next gonna time. be a next time sorry tunic you're very good for a playthrough i don't think i can't do multiple playthroughs of the game no i might potentially try to replay it again but the only the one other thing that bothered me in this game and i think it was just me mm-hmm. was that my brain could not comprehend the map and where things were and where to go. That's you what... had to direct me a lot. And that was actually part of like the fast travel issue that I had of like 
one of the things we had to do towards the end to get to one of those shrines, you're like, oh, it's over by the alligators. And I'm like, yeah, how do I get there? Because I can't yeah. fast travel at that point in the game. I had no idea. I, my brain still can't compute. Like, I know it's on that one, like, bridge where that one dude is that I throw the dynamite at, but I don't know how to get to that point. I got you covered. My brain just could not comprehend the map whatsoever. That's what I'm here for, though. But that's, no. Because <laughs> if you weren't here, then I would probably, yeah, if I was playing this on my own, trying to figure things out, I'd probably give it, like, a seven. But teamwork makes the dream work. High five. Oh, no. Oh, no. All right, bye, everybody. (laughs) He'll clean that up. Uh, I will do our tagline of we are at Gaming Marriage on Twitter and Gaming Marriage at gmail.com. Please write to us. Tell us games you want us to play. We are attempting to get through Resident Evil Village for our Halloween game. We may or may not make it in time, depending on Matthew's job. That's a completely different story. But we're trying. We're getting chased by the giant lady in her mansion, and neither of us like suspenseful things, so it's not You're looking everything up for me. Every single thing. Sorry, everybody. I am cleaning over here. He's cleaning. He knocked over his flavored water, so it's bright red. But yeah, we are playing Resident Evil Village, and then after that, I don't know, maybe I'm playing Hades. That's the hope. That's the hope. Bye, everybody. Bye.